The house is now open for season six of Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. My name's Matt. I'll be setting the scene, right now for you and for the players around the gaming table. The players are mostly members or associates of Blackshaw Theatre Company, a real theatre company based in South London. I have to specify real theatre company because in Merely Roleplayers, Blackshaw have been theatre people slash ghost hunters slash Wild West outlaws slash spies and now space adventurers. That's the thing with theatre. It messes with your idea of what's real. The game we're using to tell our space adventure story is Impulse Drive, the game of misfits and spaceships by Adrian Thone. If you end up liking what you hear, you can get yourself a copy of the rules by backing Impulse Drive on Kickstarter. Funding closes on the 24th of October, so head to the link in the show notes straight after this episode. The more people pledge, the more sumptuous this book is going to be. If you want to know more about how Impulse Drive works, keep an ear out for this season's backstage episodes. Every other Tuesday we put out a backstage episode that looks at how we play the game and create the story, like how we create characters and build spaceships. Then the story continues on the Tuesdays in between. So now, please sit back fully in your seat to avoid whiplash as we raise the curtain and spool up our impulse drive. Merely Roleplayers Season 6 will begin after this from our friends in the RPG Casts community. Cities are hard. They're tangled webs of shadows with someone different waiting to stab you in the back on every corner. Baldur's Gate ain't no different. If anything, it's worse. There's murder in the air and a name on everyone's tongue that no one dares to speak. The scales of justice are new in town, hot in the tail of an evil cult, but they're going to make him talk. Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn is a serialized fiction podcast. Join us for season two on tftddi.co.uk. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. Let's meet the crew who are blasting off into uh, the middle of the galaxy. Uh, first of all, we have regular player, Ellie. Hi. Hey, Ellie. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, Wearing nice. my space helmet. Excellent. And remind us uh, what your relationship is to real life Blackshaw. Real life, I'm the managing artistic director of Blackshaw. And what does that mean? It means that I manage all the things and I direct all the things. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm, I'm the captain of the ship. Okay. Mm, oh, nice not what like it says it. on these sheets here. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about real life, Dave. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Hello. Uh, what's your uh, relationship to real life Blackshaw? Uh, my relationship to real life Blackshaw is I'm Dave and I hate theatre. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and yet you, still, you still keep coming back. Uh, this room isn't a theatre. <laughs> or is all of life a theatre? Uh, life's a stage. Uh, podcasts are definitely theatre. I reckon role-playing games are theatre too. Mm. Uh, so, ha, we've suckered you in anyway. Oh, no. So, <laughs> Surprise theatre. <laughs> uh, so, are you two ready to have a bit of a space adventure? Yeah. I will go on your first space whistle. Okay. I like that we're putting space in front of all the words. That's how I like it. It's my understanding that is mandatory. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for space in front, space as a modifier, and um, uh, weird space swears uh, are the things I'm mostly excited about for this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to do our best. Split off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might even keep the PG rating for this season if we can keep that up. Not likely. <laughs> okay, ready to play. Ready. Space ready. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> you are Blackshaw, a ragtag group of interstellar entertainers who would be muddling along minding your own galactic business, except that the core conclave have decided that your work is somehow subversive and you must be silenced. Right now, uh, your ship 
the the RIV registered independent vessel Wren uh, is tethered to an asteroid in an asteroid field. On this asteroid is an antenna that you are using to broadcast your pirate signal. Uh, what does the Wren look like? Brown. <laughs> <laughs> With rust. Brown, rusty, not very uh, nice to look at, but it's got a good soul. That's correct. And it's it's also we allow it to look like a bit of an old rust bucket because it garners us less attention. Asteroid camouflage. Am I right? <laughs> uh, and uh, so the two of you are using this uh, uh, antenna. You're hacked into it to broadcast your pirate signal so that you can uh, do your subversive broadcasts. Do you want to drop straight into uh, what the two of you are talking about on this particular broadcast? Yes. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> We're discussing last night's latest episode of uh, Conk Street, where the Conclave have been uh, basically showing off their conclave propaganda videos, mm-hmm. um, and we're not being particularly kind about them. Yeah, so uh, they have um, used a storyline whereby a, a space TV executive character has um, just launched a new line of... Um, space tv ads <laughs> because then they just get to show the space tv ads in the soap opera which is just blatant uh, propaganda videos mm-hmm. so we are critiquing the ads which is actually us just directly critiquing the propaganda being presented by the conclave can you give us a bit of that critique in character okay did you see last night's episode of conk street i did dave and tell you what i am not impressed you know what those Conclavey adverts, pretty good, right? Well, I think they were actually pretty flawed. I'm, oh, uh, yeah. Hot takes. I know, I know. Um, I feel like they are rolling out the same repetitive notions of, um, you know, the the greater good is the focus every time. So you've got uh, the 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 small child of the uh, Victorian race uh, going into the bank. To yes. set up her um, first account. Uh huh. Yeah, and those uh, those space clerks are seemingly very supportive behind the counter. But I have to say, that's not always the reception you get in a space bank, is it? I certainly don't get that reception at a space <laughs> bank. <laughs> you are not surprising me with that information. A <laughs> uh, uh, warning light comes on on one of the consoles that the signal that you are putting out through this aerial is being jammed. And very soon after that, more warnings light up all around the cockpit of the Wren, warning you of proximity of a larger ship about to drop out of proto-space. We're being space jammed. Space jammed. (laughs) If there are any listeners still listening, we will return after these short commercial breaks. (laughs) Um, I'm going to start looking at the readouts and trying to work out what's going on. Roll calculating. Me. Oh, good. For those at home, I have very poor calculation skills of minus one. I rolled a eight minus one, so seven. Okay, on a seven, you get one of the questions off this list. Ooh. That situation. What's my enemies? Well, I don't even know if they're enemies yet. Let's go for... Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Uh, you should be on the lookout for probably uh, somebody is actively jamming this frequency, uh, which means that it's not like being shut down remotely from the like the central processor. You're being jammed by a nearby presence, and the other alarms tell you that you should be worried about probably a conclave vessel dropping into near space in the very near future. Okay, I'm going to do a space forward roll out of my space chair. <laughs> And go through the space doors and look out the space windows. What noise do the space doors make? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> They're a bit wet. <laughs> a little bit farty. I shout back, can you get some space WD-40 on these doors? They're getting too space wet. <laughs> well, if you didn't leave your space wet space towels all over the place, it wouldn't be such a problem. And yes, I will do that. So you look out of one of the uh, portholes or view screens or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that the Wren has uh, just in time to see a conclave gunboat drop out of protospace. And this looks strange. This is a kind of drive that only the conclave vessels get to use uh, where they they drill straight into 
the uh, the like the raw stuff of reality and oh, sort of geez. disappear from reality and are almost like remade when they reemerge. So it's almost like rather than sort of coming out of somewhere, it's like the ship is being like created in space as you see it out of the view screen. Cool. And this is uh, this is a sharp predatory sort of ship, uh, which is absolutely bristling with weaponry. Uh, and you're being hailed. I was going to ask if they knew where we were yet, but <laughs> clearly they do. <laughs> I can't answer them because I'm by the window. I'm yeah. going to keep looking out at them going, oh my God, look at that ship coming. I'm going to open comms with them. The image fills the view screen of somebody that you've had some run-ins bef- with before. Uh, this is Captain Malia Voidrunner. She is uh, a human, but is quite bionically enhanced. The top half of her head from like her top lip upwards is all cybernetic with like a, a single vision slit where the eyes would normally be. A bit like a, a Geordie or a Cylon sort of look. Mm-hmm. And she also has, she has a third uh, cybernetic arm coming up from uh, under one arm on one side, which is like a sleek black carbon fibre skeletal sort of deal. Uh, and she fills the view screen and she says, This is Captain Malia Voidrunner of the CCV Cease and Desist. Cease your broadcast, turn over all equipment, uh, immediately by order of Secretary Vedix. Hi, Malia. How's things? You've led us a merry dance, as, as always, Ellie. But uh, this, is, this is the end. We have you cornered. Cornered for what? Don't play dumb with me. I, we know all about your subversive broadcasts and we have, we have authority to shut you down. Turn over your equipment, prepare to be boarded, or you will be blown out of space. Okay, no problem. Come aboard. Welcome. I'm going to return to the the deck and give her a wave. (laughs) Down the screen that she can see us through, I presume. Uh, If there's open comms. Okay, so I'm muting comms (laughs) and I'm saying, Dave, hide all the good kit and uh, put out the old crap. On it. I'm going to start furtively using art because the um the wren has some nice hidey holes so i'm going to hide the expensive kit that we've got and leave out our old crappy radio kit there i'm okay. even going to start preparing it for them. i'm going to put it in some boxes <laughs> but put it by our like loading bay area so they can get to it easily don't forget the gift tags i'm going to write two three-armed robocop here you go <laughs> love dave <laughs> So you have you have a little bit of time mm-hmm. because the the cease and desist is too big to enter the asteroid field. So it's hanging on the edge and is launching shuttles to come and board you. So would you like to spend all of that time gift wrapping gift, <laughs> gift wrapping things, or is there anything else that you would like to do with the situation? I think I'm busy gift wrapping. I feel like that's a really important thing for uh-huh. me to be doing. So uh, I, I'm putting all my effort into that. <laughs> I am going to start wiping the drive so there's no uh, evidence that we actually were doing any broadcasting. Uh, roll to act quick, uh, which is a slick. Roll slick. You can use my dice. Thank you, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Oh no. <laughs> uh, you uh, get an advance because that's a fail. That means I get a thing. Mm. All right. So you've put the contraband stuff in the uh, Wren's hidden compartments Mm -hmm. uh, where they are safe from a scan, but not necessarily from a manual inspection. Yeah. Um, And other equipment is there ready to be handed over as kind of a a con situation. (laughs) A shuttle approaches your ship and transmits codes requesting requesting for you to uh, allow it to dock Mm -hmm. in your shuttle bay. Mm-hmm. And to uh, appear completely amenable to what they're doing, we know kind of pushback. Just let it all happen. Let them come in, and then I'm going to be standing by my lovely gift wrapped box with my arms open. Are you playing Christmas music? <laughs> yes, <laughs> space Christmas. <laughs> uh, so what boards from the uh, from their shuttle is a small squad, uh, a squad of four conclave recalibrators, uh, who are the. Um, elite troops of the core conclave whose job is to carry out the modifications designated by their simulation of the galaxy. If the simulation says this thing needs to happen in order to make things run smoothly, it's the recalibrator's job to make those calibrations. Mm -hmm. They wear uh, black body armour, helmets that hide their faces, and four of them come aboard. And like a sergeant one, tells two of them, search the rest of the ship. I doubt this is all of it. Um, I'm going to 
tell him that it is. It, that This is everything. I've been really kind. Look what I've done for you. How kind of me. <laughs> uh, are you trying to con him? I think I am, yeah. Um, and I'm a con artist. Yeah. So hopefully it might work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you like to roll slick, please? Sure thing. Uh, I've got plus two slick. So I have rolled ooh, a five, six, seven. He keeps the two um, the two troops with him, mm-hmm. but it's it's to watch you. Yeah. Like, it's to keep you under guard because you are suspicious to him now. Sure thing. Inventory. And he holds out a hand for, like, a data pad with the inventory of the stuff you're handing over. Uh, I had prepared that during mm-hmm. my lovely setup. It's on a um, little, um, like, perspex-looking clipboard, yep. and I hand that over and give him a big smile. <laughs> Uh, and he starts to review it and like check the boxes that you've stacked up against your against your inventory. You are still under armed guard. I'm still chatting to uh, Malia. Oh, you're still on. Uh, I, I don't know if she'd have kept it open. I'm just chatting. I don't care if she's there or not. <laughs> so you're like you're you're hailing on like an open frequency towards their ship, not really caring whether she's listening. Yeah. Okay. What you what sort of stuff are you saying, Malia? It'd be really good if we could get um, a copy of the official guidelines of what uh, broadcast you're happy with, because it just seems like whenever we put anything out there, it's it's the wrong thing, and and we just want to get things right. We just want to do things the right way. And um, do you have a publication that we could take a look at? I mean, if you want to email it over, that would be fine too. I can take a digital copy. Um, but we, uh, yeah, I mean, I can print it off at this end actually because we like to have a, um, a hard copy just to, just to have there. Yeah, I think I'm basically trying to bore her and seem like such a super kino that she starts to think, okay, they really can't be like trying to pull a fast one because they're so clueless and just want to be teacher's pet. All right, roll slick. Uh, why do I keep doing slick things? <laughs> why isn't this calculating? <laughs> oh, good. Solid four. Oh, God. I, you, I've enraged her. <laughs> you, you have. You have, in fact, enraged her. But you do get to colour in another fail. You do oh, get yeah. to colour in another fail. You are well on the way to another improvement already. Great. <laughs> the, the screen lights up again. This is... Rank insubordination and uh, subversion of the needs of and will of the core conclave. Uh, you give me no choice showing your recalcitrance but to impound your ship entirely. What? Oh man. Uh, my, my squad will take control of your ship and pilot it over to mine to be, uh, to be docked and taken to the structure and the brig. Is there any way that I can try to make this like part of my plan? That depends on whether you can <laughs> work out a way in which it would be. Yeah, well, I want to um, basically use this. I, like, I've been recording the whole thing and I want to use it to report her to her superior for, uh-huh. um, for, for essentially stopping people from complying because I've asked for mm-hmm. all the guidelines and to follow the rules and they love it when people follow mm-hmm. the rules and she's just outright denied me. The opportunity to do that. Okay, you can give that a go. So let's see if I can roll better this time. <laughs> yeah, ten. Yeah, the trap comes off. Tell us, yes. tell us. So her superior is a secretary of the core conclave, kind of like a propaganda minister in charge of all of the communications they put out. His name is Secretary Vedix. Mm-hmm. He is a bit of a nemesis of yours. He's uh, tried to shut you down many times. Uh, but he is, as any bureaucrat, bound by uh, process and mm-hmm. sort of due due process and rules. Uh, so I want for him to have been like conference called in the whole time, uh, and for him to now open his line and just be like, Maria, <laughs> <laughs> chill your boots, <laughs> get to my space office immediately. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the the view screen splits, and it's now Void Runner on one half, Vedix on the other half. Vedix is also a human, uh, this gaunt uh, chap with uh, greying at the temples. Malia, your reckless attitude appears to be opening us up to liability once again. Please comply with procedure at all times. Cease this action immediately and return to the structure. And I'm just like smiling smugly, <laughs> nodding. <laughs> So the uh, the squad in the holding bay, mm-hmm. the sergeant puts a, a hand to his comm unit. New orders, uh, conf- weird orders. First we were supposed to commandeer the ship completely and now we're supposed to clear out. 
load up the load up this cargo and let's go. As he goes, I, I say, oh, is, is mummy calling? <laughs> You're not sure because of the face mask, but he seems to be giving you a, a, a nasty look. <laughs> Good. Great. We're Scott Free. I'm going to come back to to you and just ask what happened. Uh, I enacted my plan finally. Ah, the whole plan. Perfect. Yeah. Good. We were just waiting for an opportunity. She's been on our back for ages. Mm-hmm. And so the the demon headmaster's angry with her, right? Uh, he's proper livid. Good. Um, good. Good. I mean, I think this was a short term keep her away, but actually, I think probably long term we're just gonna be worse off. But that's fine for now. I guess we're gonna have to move to a different asteroid. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> So the, their shuttle leaves your ship uh, and threads its way back through the asteroid field towards the cease and desist, which remains there. It remains there, and uh, your readouts suggest that it still has like scanners locked on you, uh, but it, it doesn't appear to be approaching. Fab, should we, should we move on? Should we drive somewhere else? Yes. I, I don't know if you drive a spaceship. Yeah, let's say you drive a spaceship. Pilot? <laughs> I'm going to drive this spaceship somewhere else. Drive it. Where should we park? Uh, well, we're... Out here in the old uh, asteroid field, it's there's loads of these asteroids. Let's go and park on a different one. Although we probably want to go quite far away because they're yeah. going to be watching us, aren't they? Yeah. Do you do you gain any kind of income from these broadcasts? Yeah, I, I don't know. Cause it's all about the message, isn't it? We're just mm. trying to mm-hmm. got to get money from somewhere for your ship, though. We do. I think we do adverts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like for specific stuff that we want to advertise, blue space apron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> space, Squarespace. <laughs> Spacey space. Cool. Um, so I, I think that you have to uh, make Planetfall and like go to spaceports mm-hmm. to make withdrawals of that. So yeah. on a regular basis, you have to go somewhere civilised and uh-huh. pick up your earnings mm-hmm. so that you can continue your... And probably get stuff. more clients as well. Yeah. Right? So yeah, should we fly to the nearest spaceport? Yes, let's go. Uh, what planet is it? Are we, are we happy with this planet? Uh, we're going to go to planet Quilner. Quilner. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Yep, I've got friends on Quilner. That sounds great. Great. All right. Is Quilner kind of your, like, where you normally head to uh, pick up earnings and check in with contacts and stuff? Yeah, I, I imagine there's kind of a series of planets that have the same kind of port setup so it's not the only one but there's a couple that we frequent because we need to go to the same kind of kind of port yeah we're regulars mm-hmm. uh, as you're maneuvering away you are briefly hailed again uh by void runner be sure that we're keeping an eye on you one foot out of line that's all it's going to take we'll get you eventually sure thing and can you, can you send me over those guidelines please Who's piloting? Uh, me. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I think I'd be. I think I pilot a new fix when okay. I break things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In which case, uh, please pilot uh, roll alien. Oh. Oh dear. Operate yeah. as. Uh, what does it look like as the the wren uh, spools up its drill space drive? Yeah, there's something spinning around really quickly at the back because that's what drills do. Um, no, at the front. To drill through time and space? (laughs) (laughs) Mostly just space. Mostly just space. Okay. Unless unless something goes terribly wrong. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the the little thing at the front starts going... And spinning around really quickly. And it glows bright pink. Nice. Seven. Uh, I think you get where you're going, but it takes a little longer than it ought to. So maybe you are travelling slightly in time. <laughs> oh dear. You drilled a little bit into time and you drilled a little bit too deep into time. <laughs> Everything went a little bit wibbly mm-hmm. while you were uh, drilling through the stuff under real space. Uh, but you do reach your destination. Phew. Sorry about that time blip, Ellie. <laughs> I hope you're all right. <sighs> Typical. I mean, it's very difficult to gauge how deep I'm drilling. 
I'm counting what just happened as like the end of an adventure, mm -hmm. which means uh, you need to tick off one maintenance on the ship, so you're getting closer to needing maintenance, oh dear. and also fill in one space on the debt. So you're getting closer to needing to check in with uh, the nasty gangster who loaned you the money for this ship, and presumably for your fancy broadcasting equipment as well. Yes. Why not? The Wren drops out of drill space uh, into orbit around Quilner. What sort of planet is Quilner? Brown. That's <laughs> your answer to everything. Brown. Uh, I think it's actually quite a green planet. <laughs> Gotta have brown to have green. Okay, sure. It's brown and green. That's yes and both of you. Okay. Um, I think it's um, a really hilariously split planet it is like 50% super agricultural just like green fields and weird alien farm animals mm -hmm. uh, and then the other half is like really really industrial because literally half of its core is made out of a very valuable material that for mining that you can then make into space stuff cool yeah I like that all right uh, is it literally like a split through the middle like yeah. it's literally yeah, 50 yeah. 50 yeah. half and half brown one side green the other side <laughs> Nice. Uh, and where where is the where is the spaceport? It, I imagine the big cities would be on the rim, <laughs> the, going across the two of them. Yeah, I think it bridges them. So it's yeah, all the big like major cities are just in a belt around the center of the planet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, who's got a name for the usual city that you uh, make landfall in? Quark. <laughs> yep. Quark. Okay. Quark on the port of Quark on the planet of Quilner. <laughs> yeah. And would you like to take the Wren in for a landing, or are you going to park the Wren in orbit or like at a space station? No, we've got our shuttle. shuttle on the Wren, haven't we? So mm -hmm. we'll um, leave the Wren parked in the um, park and ride out in space. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we put it into the sort of stealthy mode? Oh yeah, absolutely. Stealth systems. Uh, what does it look like when it cloaks? Is it just like cloaked from sensors, or does it actually like? I think it disappears. disappears. Yeah, it does that thing where um, it takes like a video of what would be where it was and like sort of projects that on the outside. So yeah, basically it turns into a big mirror. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's kind of it's not parked in like the official space park and ride. It's stuck it's somewhere, own... somewhere stealthy in orbit, mm -hmm. and it is invisible. And yep. you've come down in your shuttle. So I think Quark is a very like bustling cosmopolitan sort of port. And much like the planet of Quilner itself, it's kind of a, a place of two halves. Uh, and there are some quite well-off portions to it. And then there is a, a, a downtrodden portion to it as well, where people are much poorer. There is a significant presence of the, the Torvidian Mafia here, uh, the crime family that you have some connections with. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are um, better off people as well. You need to pick up your earnings. Yay! Money, 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 money! Uh, so the way this happens is uh, one of you roll makes a roll. To see um, how much we get. Yeah, and what we add to it is effectively like how dangerous the mission you were just on was. So that mission turned out to be a pretty uh, sort of neutral kind of thing. It mm -hmm. could have gone bad, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to make a roll and not add anything to it. Sure and we'll see to roll for our winnings. Okay. No pressure. So this is you going to the whatever terminal or building it is where you normally pick up your earnings. <laughs> that face does not say we've made lots of money. Six. <laughs> you get a raw deal. Oh, man. Uh, oh, some of your advertisers have not come through on their uh, oh. on their agreements. Um, They're probably annoyed that we didn't finish our broadcast because yeah, yeah, we did get we did interrupted. Drop out. Yeah. So there's so there's a list of things here that you can get for this uh, for this money. Mm -hmm. um, either you can accept the loss and just take one thing off the list or you can take two things off the list but something bad happens like an enemy finds you and wants to settle things you're not in a particularly bad financial straits at the moment because we haven't uh -huh. really done no. anything so. I th I'm, I'm happy to take the one yeah mm -hmm. but I will tell um, Leslie the lady behind the counter that she's breaking up balls <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking up balls Leslie <laughs> uh, Leslie actually has big crab claws <laughs> So she just looks at you, clicks them. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> not my problem, love. Oh, I know, Leslie. You know, we're just, we're just messy. It's not me breaking your balls. If, no, you're, uh, if your creditors aren't paying up, I'm just the middle person. That's fair enough, Leslie. You know we get on, really. <laughs> um, I think we should either upgrade the ship or get rid of some of our debt. Because we probably want to actually pay off Sid because he's not a very nice man. Mm. Fish. Not yeah. fish. Snake. 
that's probably sensible for this time because we've only got one. So probably paying off our debts is the priority rather Keeping than um, buying more, more stuff. That's very sensible of you, but I want some new missiles for our ship, so... <laughs> Rather than that, I'd be more inclined to go for the lucrative goods, because then we can sell them to get more money. Mm, yeah, and we could use them in some really good deception, and I do like a bit of that, so I'm happy with lucrative goods. <laughs> but we have to roll for what we How get. How lucrative they are. Mm. <laughs> And you rolled really well, so I think you should. I think we should go for that, and you should roll to see how lucrative no, our goods are. I've been rolling so bad. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so should we take some lucrative goods? All right, fine. And shall I roll it? On the edge. So, how friendly is this place to you? Would you say it is uh, neutral or or friendly or slightly suspicious of you? I think this one isn't suspicious. I think it's friendly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is one that they like. Me and Leslie go way back. We're good friends. I think it's a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. You roll in regularly, and you and your spending money is yeah. good. So yeah, for generating money. Okay, so roll and add one. Okay, here we go. We're so rich. Eight, nine. Okay, there's an okay selection. Okay. Um, you can either pick up some contraband cargo, Ooh. which is illegal, and if you're caught with it, you'll be in trouble, uh, or some cheap cargo, <laughs> which is boring, but nobody's going to kill you over it. <laughs> well, I'm up for contraband, but. Uh... I know old goody two shoes over here. It's less likely. Uh, I think because we're so much on their radar right now anyway. Yeah, okay. We should go with the cheap and boring. But next time, we're getting a vehicle and I'm getting a bike. Oh, God. <laughs> Space bike. Yeah, okay. So we've if, got we, if we make more money next time, you can. Boring old, normal Not goods. contraband. Cheap goods. <laughs> so, yeah, so what is it? It might be like machine parts, Rope. devices. <laughs> Like letters. Well, it's either something super industrial or super agricultural, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Um, should we say it's whatever the planet's made? It's the, is, it's is the, some the material, the raw, raw mined mineral material. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, you've got some, some ore. Got some yeah. ore. What is it good for? Building stuff for space. Yes, say it again. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you do a deal with uh, one of the local mining guilds, and mm-hmm. you 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 manage to to fill the hold. It's not exciting, uh, but you you've mm-hmm. got you know that you can get something for it. Yeah. But I imagine that you're probably not satisfied with uh, just that sort of level of trade. It's not particularly great, no. Uh, especially as uh, you're you're taking this as a as a kind of a an investment. Like rather than paying off some of your debt, you're taking a bit of a risk to try yeah. and get more money to pay it, pay more. So when the two of you go looking for jobs to supplement your advertising income, who do you normally go to? Do you normally go to uh, Sid's contacts in the mafia? Mm-hmm. for proper illegal jobs or do you go to the glitches the anti-conclave resistance who you can decide whether you have a close relationship with them but i feel like given that you're being targeted by the conclave that the glitches would be at least sympathetic if not friendly towards you they've at least kind of heard of us and think that we're we're on side with them i think they're probably trying to actively recruit you yeah like properly into their organization because they've heard stories about how amazing i mm. am and that you are mm. too early that's fine so the, I, the answer can be both if you like you can you can yeah, find I contacts think, for both i think mostly we would kind of be um flirting with that relationship with the glitches mm. but i think we do have like if there's a real juicy underworld Thing, I'd be more inclined to go for it and have to convince Ellie each time. Yeah. But we'd always get paid loads and it'd be great. I don't know if it's always great. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely like something I only go for if we're in dire straits, I yeah. think. So we're probably heading down to Glitch HQ. Yeah. All right. This has to be somewhere clandestine because this organisation is not approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they go out of their way to not be picked up by Conclave scanning probes mm-hmm. so that they never end up in the simulation. So let's, uh, let's make this a scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it look like as you arrive at this place? What does the place look like? How do you have to get there? I, well, as soon as you said kind of keeping under the radar thing, I'm imagining that all of the glitch people have some sort of insignia or ring or some sort of thing on their person that is kind of constantly jamming stuff around them and kind of keeping them off off the simulation. So I imagine we potentially have access to those mm. so that we could show that we're sympathetic, but without alerting yeah. any authorities. And it's something that we don't wear all the time. No. We just wear it when we're 
going when to no meet them. Going okay, so you're sort of slipping on and off the radar, yeah. effectively, yeah. depending on what you're up to. Yeah. Um, okay. So is it less a place and more like you sort of slip these on and you are almost in this digital other layer of the city that mm-hmm. like you can come and go wherever kind of out in the open but yeah. you're still not being scammed yes i like that a lot that is cool yeah and it means that you um can it links up to a handheld device so you can then um see where the other members are and you can go and meet them so you can meet them out in the open but no one knows that the reason you're meeting is that. So like, you'd be like sitting on benches opposite each other in the park but actually in your own little yeah. simulation all right so you're are you sitting on benches in the space park yes <laughs> uh do you always have the same contact or uh is it just like whoever you can run into each time i think we've probably got a, a friend a regular a regular yeah. friend in there starren yes so you you set up a meeting on these benches but also you are in the city yet not mm-hmm. you are in the real city but you are not in the simulated scan city uh, and just the glitches can be any race, any, it's yeah. more a organisation that they're part of yes. rather than a race of things. Cool. Exactly. Starren takes a seat at the appointed time. Good day. Hey, Starren. Starry boy. Starry, starry boy. How's it going? <laughs> the fight continues. It's fine, you know. It, it wears you down a little bit some, t- some days, but... Uh, so it's worth it, you know. Ah, oh, Stazelson, don't let that get you down. It's a really good thing we're doing. You're doing. We sometimes do. <laughs> oh, meeting with you always cheers me up. I you? know. It's great, isn't it? You're always um, so chipper. So our last job, we got a bit shafted when we came back down here. Um, now, I'm a big fan of Quark, as you know, but we might not come back if we get treated like this all the time. Um, have you got any... Little, maybe little joblets we could pick up. We need um, maybe something with a bit more of a chance of, of making some decent money. Space bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you looking for uh, something with uh, something with some guilders attached? Not just for uh, not just something for the cause, then. Yeah, but we've definitely got um, the, that three armed Robocop after us, and we don't want anything too obvious. So like like something a little bit more than than simple, but not too. Not too extreme. Um, I have the perfect job for you and for your for your, for the wren. Actually. Oh, Snazzle, I knew you would. <laughs> it, in in my culture, it's it's very rude to keep doing plays on people's <laughs> names. I'm very sorry. Very sorry. How many I times t- have I told you that, Dave? <laughs> I always forget. So uh, there's a there's a there's somebody that that the glitches need transporting. We're um mm-hmm. we're we're putting we're putting them under protection. They're wanted, and we are creating them a, a whole cloth new identity, Ooh. and putting them into uh, you could call it witness protection, mm-hmm. sort of a whistleblower. They know things about the conclave that the conclave don't want known, oh. and this person's in danger. We need them transported to uh, the, where they're going to start their new life under their new identity, and we need them not to get caught on the way. Fabulous. Now, on a scale of one to me, how attractive is this person? <laughs> oh, Dave, don't answer that, Staren. Don't do it. <laughs> I find that attractiveness is very uh, dependent on, on culture and personal tastes. Sure thing. Good, good diplomatic answer. I'll be the judge. <laughs> I understand that that is the only way in which it can work. Everybody must be their own judge of attractiveness. Okay, we're having a great time here, guys, but uh, (laughs) can you give us some more information on the identity of this person? Uh, Well, their identity obviously has to remain pretty secret, Mm. at least until you've picked them up. Uh, Once they're aboard, they might might open up and tell you more about themselves. Yeah, I feel like if we're going to be able to do a good job of protecting them, we need to know a little bit more context here. Uh, I I can't give you any more than I've said that they they've they know things that they shouldn't know. Okay, okay, they need, okay, okay. They okay. need taking somewhere where the, the the new ID is watertight. Once mm-hmm. if you can get them there without them being detected, that will be job done, and you'll be you'll be re- recompen- recompensated. Okay, can you give us any information on how long this job's going to take? Where we're going? Oh, it's a short hop. Mm, Should two. I? I'm really good at driving as well, so. <laughs> Stop saying Easy driving. <laughs> Wait till you've got your space bike. You can drive a space bike. It should. It ought to only be one um, one drill space jump. Okay, so we're not talking uh, a long haul Wipro because that 
that's not necessarily played out well for us in the past. <laughs> Partly due to the fact that Dave cannot keep in his pants. <laughs> the... Should I flag the fact that my hook is playing? Uh, yeah, if you like. Because I'm starting to get concerned that what's going to happen <laughs> is Dave's going to spend the foreseeable chasing this person <laughs> and I'm going to have to do any actual work that's involved. Sure, okay, yeah, take disadvantage going forward. So <laughs> next next role will be at disadvantage. Sorry, it'll be two two jumps. Mm-hmm. The pickup is uh, is at Valia and um, the drop-off is at Quarren's World. Quarren's World, eh? Yeah, pick this person up from Valia, drop them uh-huh. off at Quarren's World, and you'll be rewarded. And have you noticed that there's any interest in this person from the Conks? I'm going to call them the Conks from now on. <laughs> the oh, you've been watching Conk Street. <laughs> Conk Street. <laughs> I do love a bit of Conk Street. Ugh. Uh, I mean, obviously, yes, they are interested in him. Mm-hmm. Here. That's what that, in in them. That that's why they have to go underground. Uh, at the moment, we've <laughs> that ma- makes sense. <laughs> we've managed to get them off the conclave's radar for the moment, uh, but, uh, but if they they, are... if they were to be detected, uh, then they they would sound alerts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm up for this. This sounds great. I'm good at driving. We've got a ship with hidden compartments. What could go wrong? Okay. Yeah. Good. All right, Starren, we will take your job. Excellent, it's a deal. Okay, <laughs> hang on. What's a deal? <laughs> what pay are we getting? Yes, good point, Eddie. <laughs> you agree uh, uh, um, a princely sum. <laughs> a princely amount of galactic guilders. Good. Because this game does not do deal in numbers. <laughs> no. no, no, that's fine. Yeah. Some, some good space yeah, Some bucks. goods. We will get yeah. rewarded <laughs> should we succeed. <laughs> Let's do it. Cool. Um, so I guess we head to Valia. Ellie, do you remember where we parked the invisible ship? Because I do not. <laughs> Cannot Luckily. see the ship in the sky. Yes, I've got the remote with me as well. Bloop, bloop. Press the little clicker. <laughs> the lights flash. <laughs> Such a good shot. <laughs> well, it's called the warbler, isn't it? it? Is. Shuttle, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was it warbling. Yeah. <laughs> So the warbler is swallowed once again by the shuttle bay of the Wren, mm-hmm. uh, and you set course for Valia. You're going to have to get there first, so who's piloting? Oh, Dave! Crack pilot! Boo-hoo, boo Every time. All right. <laughs> Please roll alien. Here we go. Big roll. Uh, nine. Uh, so once again, it takes a little longer mm-hmm. uh, than it ought to, uh, and you come out of it feeling a little bit wibbly. Uh, as the wren bursts out of drill space and the drill space drive spins down to a, a slower spin, uh, the, the pink aura of it dissipates. Uh, and you are within manoeuvring distance of Valia. Valia is a, a world with a reasonably heavy conclave presence. All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is known as a regulated planet, uh, which means that you would do well to not go wandering around with uh, illegal weaponry showing, yeah. uh, or to draw too much attention to yourselves while you're here. Mm-hmm. But you have been given coordinates by the glitches for the location where you're supposed to pick up your living cargo. Now, unfortunately, we used our hiding the ship drive at the last place. Oh, arse. And didn't recharge, How do you recharge it. it. You can attempt to recharge it. It's uh, You would roll stalwart. Because we're, we're not in any combat or... You're not in a pressure kind of situation. situation. We're right both now. zero on stalwart, aren't we? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you, Me. as a technician, <gasps> yes. can uh, say some technobabble <gasps> to give yourself advantage. I'm so excited! Okay. So, as you are... Basically, let's say you're doing this while zooming through drill, drill space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I'm just going to try and energise the uh, the stealth drive. So, um, can you just pass me that cable next to your foot? Uh, I need to mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to isolate that, the, 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 the temporal cable, so that I can um, boost the capacitor um, through the crystal conduit, and then we should be good to go. I'm going to pass you some rope. <laughs> Pass me the cable, Dave. The cable. Cable, cable, cable. The electric cable, cable, cable. rope, as you like Got to call it. it. Here's the electric rope. <laughs> Thank you. 
I mean, this is probably why the uh, <laughs> the drill space jump doesn't go as yeah. it should. Oh, I've just not... clipped some time. Sorry. <laughs> you're not concentrating. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll stalwart with advantage. So roll three dice. Discard the lowest one. Eight. That's fine. You can recharge the stealth drive. Thank you. Cool. Um, so we're at Valia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we do what we did at the last planet, which is put the ship into Heidi mode. Uh, take the shuttle down to heading towards the coordinates that we've been given uh, directly, not going down and moving around elsewhere, okay. just straight for the coordinates. So we've immediately discharged the stealth drive again. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> Did you just spend time charging it? Uh, yeah, that's why I asked you to pass me the electric rope. <laughs> just discharge it everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> fine. Discharge everywhere. Uh, Valier is quite a built up or the, the area of it that you're landing on is quite uh, built up and urbanised. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of green to be seen. Mm. There's a lot of uh, like mirror finish to be seen mm. and a lot of like grey and black and those sorts of colours. Uh, Monochrome. Yeah. Mm. Not, not so much that's tall. Like not a lot of tall skyscraper type buildings. It's not like Blade Runner, Future New York, mm-hmm. uh, Future San Francisco. It's... Uh, all quite low to the ground, but it's all very glass, very concrete, very like shiny black. Mm. Okay. Um, and as you enter the atmosphere, uh, you are hailed by the planetary authority. Push the green button. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you do the talking. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but I'm ready to jump in when I'm needed. Uh, this is uh, Valia, planetary authority to shuttle Warbler. Uh, please transmit ident codes so that we can guide you in for landing. Uh, we are on ident code AN4SP8, uh, requesting a guide in for landing. Uh, AN4SP8 checks out. Uh, where uh, your vessel appears, the Warbler appears to be a short range shuttle. Uh, where is your mothership? In the sky. <laughs> Shut up, Dave! <laughs> Uh, we have uh, departed from a mainline passenger ship, which is just uh, circuiting around uh, your planet cluster, and I believe will be on its way to its next destination. Roll slick. Ten. Ten. Oh yes, the uh, the 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 passenger vessel Icewind. Uh, yes, I see it on our, on our scanners. Uh, very well. Uh, you have permission to dock. Um, many thanks. I wave. I lean into the shot and wave. <laughs> I just like smush your head with my, my hand, full palm to face. Right, you have successfully manipulated your way down to the planet's surface. Uh, the space port uh, is the tallest structure around mm. um, and is kind of this uh, tall, uh, wide cylinder shaped edifice uh, with uh, lots of like honeycombed with little. Um, uh, alcoves where vessels can slot in and do a, like a little long-term park. I'm thinking of that that thing of like holes with things inside it being gross. Oh, I can't remember what the word for it is. It's like oh, where you have a phobia of it. And it's just like, I'm imagining this big honeycomb of things going into things and it's gross. Okay, good to know. <laughs> you gonna be okay? I'm gonna survive. Don't panic. Okay. I think your coordinates are nearby. I think they're probably um, like the meeting place is uh, somewhere in the spaceport complex so uh where do you where do you reckon it is there could be like back offices there could be sort of coffee shops meeting places uh security all sorts of areas like a gift shop Mm -hmm. with like i've been i went to value and all i got was this (laughs) t-shirt yeah (laughs) i'm gonna buy one of those (laughs) and like hats that are made of like Matte black and shiny chrome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe buying that t-shirt is the signal that you're the pick Yeah, because like, no one else has ever bought one. So <laughs> Absolutely. Till, looking around, <laughs> making a big fuss of my t-shirt. Cool, blimey! <laughs> this t-shirt is fabulous! <laughs> and I think that let's throw some sci-fi flavour on this. Like, this is... It, it, we're not imagining, like, an airport gift shop here. I think this is like, um, it's all sort of screens and mm-hmm. hollow displays. Yeah. And it's actually uh, like uh, printing or uh, like matter um, manipulating the merchandise as you yeah. enter it into the screens. Yeah. Right. So it's this kind of self-service thing uh, and it almost like is stitched together in the air in front of you and falls onto your body. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I've got my space shoes on, tight space trousers, and an I came to Valia and all I got was this stinking t-shirt t-shirt on. Yeah. And I'm looking good. I'm just rolling my eyes. <laughs> I'm looking around. 
Okay. Uh, why don't you roll uh, to scope it out, which is a calculating roll. Okay. Uh, to see if you can spot the person you're supposed to be picking up. Yes. 13. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you I get... am the person. <laughs> <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? Uh, you should be on the lookout for the uh, conclave patrols that are like regularly moving around the spaceport complex. Mm-hmm. Where is my best escape route? Uh, the best escape route is actually not back the way you came, like the exact route back to the shuttle. Uh, you would be better off to avoid that patrol and to avoid some others that you had to sneak past on the way or that you had to like keep a low profile for mm. on the way. Uh, you would be better off um, going like through this shopping part of the spaceport. So mm-hmm. you came, um, there is a like a quick way back from mm-hmm. here. Uh, but you're better off actually taking a more circuitous route through the, through the various yeah. uh, kiosks and things. Okay, and uh, my final question, how can I best end this quickly? Uh, you can best end this quickly, I guess, by making very quick contact with your uh, contact, because that's what you were aiming to find yeah. out. I think you do find that out. Um, you spot uh, wearing a, a, a Valia baseball cap mm-hmm. and uh, Valia branded shoes which is the signal um you spot uh an individual this is not a human they are they still they have um two arms two legs but their uh, arms and legs are multi-jointed and long and they're sort of like folded up to the point that they don't take up as they take up about the same amount of space as a human's limbs but they are like concertinaed and you can see like lots of extra angles to them. Awesome. There's a kind of a like a praying mantis kind of mm-hmm. yeah. uh, kind of look to this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. What colour are they like a have they got like a colour? grey green sort mm-hmm. of um like insectile chitinous mm-hmm. kind of frame. Um and they're kind of conspicuous because they look very nervous and aren't very good at hiding it. Right. Um and because the uh hat and shoes which are the signal are all the clothes that they are wearing. You've been listening to Merely Role Players. You can look us up wherever you find podcasts, on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and at Facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated, and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode.